I'm Chris Ronzio. Welcome to Organize Chaos. Continuing our week of highlights from the month of August, today's comes from the episode with Eric Youngstrom. He's the CEO of OnRamp Funds. Chris and Eric chat about the different types of funding that businesses can leverage, including when to bring on partners with venture capital. Listen to their entire conversation on the episode titled, Grow an e-commerce business with working capital. You can also find it linked in the show notes. Well, I, I think it's definitely something that everyone listening needs to consider is financing their business and their growth with debt. A lot of people want to finance that growth or their their billion dollar dreams through a VC or private equity. And so um, how would you say that something like this, a vehicle like this compares to the decision to bring on partners in the business? When might people want to bring on that kind of capital uh, and a partner versus bring on the working capital to fund their inventory? Yeah, I mean, it, that, I think it's a personal decision, right? Like, what kind of control do you want? You know, what, what, you know, how many VCs really are available to e-commerce business owners? Uh, I, I think, you know, it's probably less than 5% of all e-commerce businesses get e-commerce or get venture capital funding. Now, there's probably a whole lot more, right, to get friends and family and, and those people become your partner, right? And they have a stake in the business, but it's different than bringing a VC on. Um, you know, I, I've heard stories about Under Armour that, you know, those guys use capital very much like OnRamp's working capital solution until they're about $200 million in revenue because they looked at it and said, hold on. Yes, we're paying, you know, we, we pay a high interest rate for that capital, but the cost of a VC investor is somebody on my board who will forever own a percentage of my company who gets to, you know, have a say in how money is spent and what our business does and how we grow and what our ambitions should be. Uh, and that comes at an incredibly high cost, right? Equity is incredibly expensive to sell to investors. And there are, there are good reasons to do so, right? OnRamp is a, is a venture capital backed um, company, right? We have we have employees and things like that, and we have big ambitions to go help the SMB, but it's not always the right choice. Um, and so, it's really important for that business owner to decide what is the right avenue for them, and to really understand the market for what they're doing. Yeah, and I think the way you broke it down at the beginning and thinking long term, mid term, short term, what is the use of capital is an important frame to think about this through. Because you know, if you're trying to invest in something that's going to be years and years before it comes to fruition, then maybe you need a partner that's willing to take that ride with you. Whereas if you have a very specific use for the capital, your ad spend, your inventory, then why wouldn't you go find some source of capital to keep growing the business and make it worth more while you retain full ownership? So you know. Know, very similar story that we had. Exactly. You know, our, our first couple of years were, were debt finance. We grew the business to millions of dollars before bringing on partners and had to give up a lot less of the company as a result. That's right. No, it's exactly right. If you can go generate those returns and get revenue and whatnot, you know, the, the more revenue you have, the closer you are to being profitable, the more control you have over what type of equity investor that you bring in. Right. Uh, because, you know, let's face it, with $1 free cash flow, you don't need an equity investor. You may not get to grow as fast as you'd like or as fast as an equity investor might allow you to, but you also haven't given up any of that control, right? And somebody who's owned 25 or 50% of your business. Uh, so it's, it's, you know, the question you have to answer is what, what are you building for? 
Yeah. All right. So we've only got a few minutes left and we teased this as kind of the, the biggest financial challenges that small businesses face. And so if we were to summarize this up or leave the audience with a few tips, are there a couple of takeaways that you would leave them with on things that they should be getting squared away in their business or researching or thinking about? Yeah, I think, you know, number one, it's just making sure that you're thinking of the different levels of the capital stack and using those appropriately. Don't use long-term capital for short-term turnover because you won't have paid it back when you need more. And don't use short-term capital for long-term things because you have to pay it back way too fast. And and what are you doing with that? So I think really understanding, you know, when when is you know, mortgage debt for a warehouse right, when is working capital for inventory right, when is equity right with partners for really having an investor who's not looking for a short-term payback, um, really understanding those things. And the rest of it really is then dialing in your books, really, truly get your accounting dialed in. Um, it's worth spending a lot of time with your bookkeeper in the early stages so you really understand all aspects of your PL, of your balance sheet and most importantly, and the, and the most overlooked one is the cash flow statement, uh, because once you really understand how those work, then your bookkeeper who might only need to spend eight hours a month on that can come back and look at, you know, you can look at those forms with them over an hour or two a month um, because you made that early investment. But if you don't, man, then every month just becomes a grind trying to understand what's going on. Yeah. Great tips. Early on in my business career, I had a part-time CFO that I would meet with every week and he would show me those financial statements for my business. And it was so helpful to get that education and understand my chart of accounts and be looking at the spreadsheet. So a lot of entrepreneurs get in business and think, oh, that's the thing I don't want to do. But really understanding how your business financially works is a smart move. It's something you have to do if you really want to scale the business, I believe. I absolutely agree. And it's something I've spent a lot of time building on ramp is really helping build out our accounting standards and approach. And what it means now a year in is that I spend a lot less time doing accounting and more time just getting to sit down with our part-time CFO and really review what's happened in the business. Um, because I, because I made that early investment and trust me, it's not an investment I wanted to make. It's more yeah. I want to spend the time, but it's just an important part of it. And then, you know, as we think about what's going on in the current market, right? Like, um, you know, last year was the, the largest VC investment year in history, right? Um, double the year before, which it almost doubled the year before that. That, that world's changing, right? We're, we're, we're kind of looking at a, a bleak couple of years ahead of us right now, based on at least what the current economic indicators would say, right? In terms of going to recession. Um, it's, it's really time for people to just look at how do they, how do they survive through a recession, right? Which, um, it's unfortunate. But recessions are an important part of an economy and an economic cycle. Um, and so, you know, what are your capital sources? How are your inventories turning over? How are you managing your books? Um, being very disciplined in spending. There are great businesses that are built in, in these types of times, but they, they do so with a disciplined approach, right? Almost, uh, you know, I think in when capital's cheap, think about last year, people were spending two months in advance. I think what's going to happen now is you should be spending about a half month behind schedule, right? Like hmm. really proving everything's working, knowing that when you when you put dollars into an advertising campaign, you know exactly what's going to come back, having the instrumentation built into that so that if it's, you know, if, if all of a sudden your cost per click is going up, is it still going to be a valuable sale or not? And if not, pulling that money out and then redirecting it, maybe Facebook becomes the more cost effective channel, right? Or LinkedIn yeah. or somewhere else. Um, but managing those things, you know, with laser like precision uh, is really going to be rewarding in these in these times. 
Hey, thanks for listening to Organize Chaos. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe or leave a review and share it with anyone in your network that you think could use the information. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on social at Chris Ronzio on all platforms, and you can find Trainual at Trainual, just like a training manual. We'll see you next time.